It is Wednesday, the 25th day of January, 2023. Uh, bad news, the, the broadcast palace is still uh, entirely in the dark. Uh, not quite frozen solid yet, but I'm sure it will be soon. Uh, I've got a water bottle here that's still liquefied, so that's a good sign. Which means all the booze is just cold, not frozen, which is not ideal. Um, yeah, so, you know, shed a tear for me, right? Hopefully, by the time you hear this, um, things will be up and running and functioning and, you know, the way that they should be. I don't know. We'll see. Um, anywho, so that just means that this week's episode is going to be a tad truncated, but not really, because fear not. I have content. Not just content, but dynamite content. I am super thrilled uh, to be joined this week by uh, Bobby Washburn, Donnie Washburn uh, of The Quiet Violent. We talk about a number of different things, uh, including the Boston music scene, uh, you know, what what's going on. Bobby's kind enough to tell a multitude of stories, all of them very good, so it's nice to have some entertaining shit on my program. And I just realized I've said, uh, like, eight times already. Fuck off, man. I am so bad. What am I doing? He also talks about... We talk about Boston Calling, which, uh, of course, is something that needs to be talked about just because we I find it interesting. He talks about um, all the bands that he's in. He uses the phrase caress the dicks, which I found very funny. So funny, I had to write down. Um, and then a special shout out to Jake. Hurry up, Jake, and fucking finish mixing the EP. It'd be terrific if you could do that. So, without further ado, and actually, now that I think about it, before I get into that, I don't even think I'm going to do a three gripes, just because I'm fucking freezing cold here. This is stupid, sitting in the dark fucking studio. Studio? Oh, you self-important moron. It's funny, I was listening to um, uh, the Carnival Personnel podcast, which I've talked about, talked about on the show a couple times, and they, um, Jacques was nice enough to to talk about my show for some weird-ass reason. Um, but the description he gave of me was very funny in that I'm, you know, uh, both entirely self-aware and way and and far too confident to be doing this shit, and I thought it was rather apt. So, uh, shout out to uh, Jacques and the Carnival Personnel Podcast, Jacques, Biff, Joe, gentlemen. Thanks for listening to my crap. Still not sure why. Anyways, so without any more ado. Uh, here is uh, the interview with uh, Donnie and Bobby of The Quiet Violent. You also get the pseudo-world premiere of uh, one of their new songs called Tragedy, which is very good if you're into the old pop-punk. It's funny, I'm not a big pop-punk guy, but maybe it's just because I you know, know people in the band. I don't think it's bad. Plus, it really reminds me, uh, the sound is reminiscent of just just mid 2000s um you know not a care in the world kind of mid to late 2000s i say you know it's a good time it's a good time to be alive i think you know so anyways uh, here's uh, bobby and donnie quiet violent um wait a minute what the fuck i haven't even done the intro oh fuck still the most less than average podcast on the internet with a host who's the smartest person in the room when he's the only one there. A continuing odyssey into mediocrity, guaranteed to make you question your life choices and your own sanity. This is Complaints and Observations with Dave LaPointe.
Who the hell is Dave LaPointe? I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. All right, let's try that again. I, I don't know how my own show is structured. <laughs> Fucking hell, dude. <sighs> All right, so. Um, yeah. Here's here's uh, Bobby and Donnie from The Quiet Violent. Check it out. Uh, I am beyond thrilled uh, to finally have on this awful fucking podcast um, two men who have um, come into my life and graced me with uh, such joy and, and made the beginning of my show probably the best part of my show. Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, welcome Bobby Washburn, Donnie Washburn, Quiet Violent. Well, thank you. Happy to be here. Glad to be here, Dave. You're going to edit in some applause? That'd be good. Nope, that was it. That's all you get. <laughs> um, all right. Right from the top, I, I just need to... I've, I think I've thanked Donnie about a billion times uh, for allowing me to use uh, some of your music uh, on my show. So I'm going to extend that thank you to you as well, Bobby. Um, you probably had no idea, you know, how shitty my show actually was when Donnie <laughs> probably suggested, hey, uh, a friend of mine uh, has a podcast. And that was probably the end of the conversation. So no, there you go. Actually, hold I can on, actually right? tell you there. The first time I put that on your radar was on 311-2020, I believe <laughs> it was. Right. And you like started out with this 311 monologue that was epic. I was like, Bobby, you got you to hear this right now. He even yeah, has a friend named Rob. As Bobby oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Listen to 311 together. Investigate 311. <laughs> uh, 311 was an inside job. It was an inside job. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, I'm pretty sure, if I if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure uh, I suggested, Donnie, if I'm wrong, correct me, but I, I was like, wait, do you think you need a theme song? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I was like, listen to this, oh. like, intro yeah, yeah. well so then I've, be told, I've been thanking the wrong guy the whole time well so uh, so a long time don't don't thank me yet so a long time ago i used to listen to the bill burr podcast and i was like this motherfucker has no theme song he just fires Nothing. up his laptop from a hotel room and and i'm like so i emailed him like hey theme song or anything i got no reply so you were so close i was so close and even the guy that he, uh, the guy that uh, recorded Marin's intro, he actually record like documented that whole process, and Marin yeah. responded to him, which is pretty cool. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah, yeah. John oh, Montana is his name. Yeah, I'm there's a whole video of right him now. like recording it and shit too. It's pretty cool. And the stuff he uses is hilarious, like a baby xylophone and shit. <laughs> yeah. No kidding. All right, <laughs> I will look into that. Um. All right, so I, I you know. The real basis for uh, having you guys on is um, Bobby had mentioned uh, at one point in a random Instagram uh, conversation uh, that he wanted to rail against the Boston music scene. And and I think it's a, a very tried and true sort of uh, complaint. The Boston music scene has been... As someone who is definitely on the outside and out, probably outside of the periphery and myself, it's like, I don't know the ins and outs of it, and but I do know that it's not great. So I'm hoping to get a bit more insight from the two of you as to, one, your thoughts, not so much complaints, but your observations, basically, of the Boston music scene, and then the complaints. I'm so curious as to what both of you think the state of the scene is right now, post COVID in Boston. Huh. I mean, you have like Donnie goes to shows like he goes to a shitload of them. I, mm -hmm. you know, have the other perspective of haven't played a show in quite a while, but you know, I'm like, I would say like, probably six years or so but mm -hmm. but it, it two different perspectives is is 
is pretty nice to have, I guess. Um, but it's been like is the funny thing is is that I will share my opinion, but it's kind of one of those things. It's like you don't know. It's kind of like the Illuminati, the fucking the Vondaland <laughs> phenomenon. Okay. It's like some skull and bone shit that I can't penetrate and I fucking do it. <laughs> you know, uh, there's every year at the Boston Music Awards, which I, I, I can't figure out. It, every year, I think best blog goes to Vondaland. The host of the fucking show. The host of the whole show, right? Yeah, yeah. Is there another blog though? Is Austin Pudding? Oh, okay. Uh, checks notes. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. There's there's Austin Pudding. Look at this. <laughs> this thing's out there. There's complaints and objects. Look at there's a lot of things. Yeah. Um, but. As far as the scene goes, um, my my, I feel so limited in what I can express and what because I don't, I don't understand. I've been in the I've been in the scene for a long time, and uh, I feel I feel like the like like the Pete best, if you will. This might be the tequila talking, but like you know. You look at you look at the Boston Music Awards and you and you see, you know, the Aerosmith will win an award. They don't fucking no right. They don't award. count anymore. They, they left. They're gone. Yeah. They don't count. Yeah. Um. It just seems it seems a bit clicky, and then kiss assy at the same time. Oh, okay. That's direction. interesting. Yeah. And you know this will this will these words that I'm speaking will make it so that I am further. I'm 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 excommunicated as it is from these these award shows. I, you know, um, I've never been invited, um, and uh, I don't expect to be invited. So I really don't give a shit. I think that they're well, a um, joke. Bad news. Um, the people that um, that run the show listen to my show, so now they're going to hate. So That's I'm not true spoke. at all. Let's totally Wait, yeah. can, is this live? Is this live? Can we... <laughs> So now, uh, like no, the flip side, it. then D- Donnie, uh, as someone who goes through a lot of shows, uh, I'm curious what, what what your take might be. Obviously, it, it's as a fan, and then obviously as someone who is making music. I'm kind of curious what your perspective would be. For sure, um, you know, I'm definitely going to as many as I can. Really, I, I guess on the on the positive note, I really, what I really love about Boston and is the amount of venues that we have right now. I mean, uh, in the last couple of years, we've gotten Big Night Live, um, which is a great room. Um, expensive. Expensive, but it sounds great. Um, mm. And uh, MGM. Expensive. Yeah, MGM, MGM, expensive. Roadrunners, and aw- these are awesome <laughs> rooms, right? And these people, and yeah. they're coming through. I mean, like, I, I definitely complained about it before, especially the whole, like, buy water in there for six dollars like geez like that sucks um (laughs) but you know really just like staying up on them and like uh knowing who's coming through but as far as the smaller stuff goes um you know i think this is it feels like a fluke um as far as some of the bands that have come out and um seeing some of these local bands that actually made it onto the boston calling lineup uh in the lower text bands if you you call Mm them uh the Mm -hmm. cute bandits being one paper tiger Actually, I've I don't I don't know them yet. I know of them, but I haven't listened to them. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I've heard uh, of them. I know so nothing of them. When I was before we uh, Man Against Mars, the one one of my other bands, yeah. um, we we were it's just me and my singer. So like I'll do all the the writing of like this. I'll build the track, write the song, and then my singer will do his part and then send me the vocals i'll mix it song yeah so we were trying to find after we we went and recorded a three-song ep with this uh a friend of ours excellent producer excellent musician name is cory paza he's um he he made the record sound great and we were looking for 
uh, a drummer, a band really. And yeah. the drummer for Paper Tigers, every drummer in the scene is in like three bands. So this sure. dude who's in Paper Tigers was like, yeah, let's, uh, I'll, 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 I'm interested. So we sent him um, one of our songs, interestingly enough, called Paper Hearts. Um, and we were like, send us a video of you playing it, you know, easier than like going and like jamming and finding out that he sucks or whatever. He like play, he, he's like, so just, uh, I made a video here. It is, uh, you know, I, I didn't really like what was going on with the beats and stuff. So like I changed some things and then we watched the video and it fucking sucked. And we were like, that's not how it's written. I don't bastardize my shit. And then we listened to his band and I was like. Sounds like uh, Blue October, but like, oh, yeah, like light blue October, light blue yeah, October, baby blue okay. October. yeah, like baby blue October, I don't baby know. blue was, October. Oh, fucking, just and, then, and then we Love see it. this shit, <laughs> then we see this shit on, on you know, day three of Watson Calling last year, and you know, two hours or three hours ahead of Metallica. I think they're on the, the, the one this year, too. It's like, how the Brings you back to the thing. How the fuck are these bands getting these shows? I would love. I'd love to know the answer to that. You can. So I'd you love can, to know. You can bleep I, out the uh, name of the band I just mentioned. But it's funny. No. It's like fuck them. Like why is why David is that? Tigers, fuck you. They're actually, they got to have a uh, connection. I, I um. That's the thing. It's so re- clicky. The scene is a click. I reconnected yeah. with a, a friend who I was uh, a camp counselor with over at uh, the Foxborough YMCA, who is a manager oh, uh, who uh, got cuts, dude. Big shout out. Yeah, right. CITs, um, and yeah, he's like managing a few bands right now. He had an artist on last year's bill, a rapper named Oompa, and um, this year's band, Blue Light Bandits, made it on the bill, which I was super pumped for him. But like that kind of gives me a little bit of hope and. You know, people kind of bringing up bands and getting them kind of uh, have more respect you know, for the managers. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Honestly, you know, people who like, like, want to actually create this role for for artists and you know, yeah. and themselves, I'm sure. No, but they're hustling and, and yeah. pushing these bands. It's like, but just like look beyond the look beyond the the click and beyond who's telling you to like, oh yeah, well this band, well I'm looking, you know, this is my friend over here in this band. There's some fucking weird experimental like come on like give look beyond the click look beyond this vanya land um you know shit the cambridge scene yeah it's 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 kind of bullshit and it's it it's uh it's made me lose faith in like plus like how many fucking local shows are going on right now that people actually are going to like you don't hear about this shit anymore like when that's what i'm wondering I, I all I can think of is like for a small show was like O'Brien's right to catch like exactly. a metal show. They have exactly. and then um there is so far, which is pretty cool. Um, and that's that whole concept is where uh you know you pay like twenty five bucks or so, and then they tell you the location, the actual address of the place an hour okay. before the show, and okay. everyone goes there. It could be at like an empty office space. It could be in the high rise of some fucking professor from Harvard's, yeah, like uh, apartment. Yeah, it's really cool. So I've only been to one. That's where I actually found that band, Q-Tip Bandits. We'll play in the back of a fucking donuts in fucking Childtown. (laughs) But they have them all over the place too. They have like they're because this goes throughout, uh, you know, New York all the way to Germany. Uh, so this is a pretty big thing. It's a way. It's just a way to catch shows and like some local artists who are like just trying to get their starter maybe it's the first time they're playing but i've been yeah. to one and it was pretty cool i'm just really always I mean, envi- I, I, envious of god no no fine you're right the, i'm envious of like other cities that have a better scene and have for a long time new york is a I'm envious piece of, new of york. shit <laughs> new york's a, a pile of trash but the music scene is great down there you know it's because I mean, it's a pile of trash I guess so. If you got nothing else, dig through some trash, listen to some bands. Yeah. Make good music. That's typically how it goes. Yeah. Uh, you, coming from Donnie, the you mentioned like the, here, so. well, there you go. Yeah. You mentioned the like the new venues, and I think it's kind of come at the expense of some of the, you know, the old divey places that used to bring in, you know, yeah. the the smaller bands on like a Tuesday night. Oh, yeah. Great Scott. Uh, that's the first place that came to mind. Oh, the great Scott. Yeah, great Scott but was even awesome. Like, 
even even the shit on um on on um fucking what the hell's the name of the street? Boyles not Boyles and Street. Uh behind Fenway, where fucking Bill's bar oh, used Land, to be Lansdowne. Oh, yeah, Lans yeah. All those bars on Lansdowne back to play in the Bill's day. Bill's bar all the time and it was it was awesome. Well uh, wait, let me <laughs> So Bill's Bar was a great place to play, but there was there used to be this thing, uh this phenomenon, if you will, in around two thousand uh ten ish called oh. there were two there were two things. One was called throwed and one was called paper. And they were these they were the, both the same concepts, probably run by the same fucking people. They probably run vinyl lane by now. But it was we're gonna have like three local bands. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> after that, around eleven o'clock, it's gonna be DJs. Oh no. So and this was this happened in Boston, this happened in Providence. Mm-hmm. Um, but one time we're we're playing at Bill's Bar, it was a it was one of them paper throwed. Whatever matter, yeah, yeah. Some pretentious, like one word, like some arbitrary thing. Let's uh, let's have an event called fucking speaker. So <laughs> we we played the show for so before before the band started, there was a, a a I guess an art installment. It was just in front of the stage. Bill's by there was a just a bunch of plastic laid down, and just a bunch of fucking Cambridge ass like pseudo hippies just painting each other and shit. Oh come on! What I don't like any of this. It wasn't even sexy. It wasn't sexy at all. It wasn't even. Just sucked. It just sucked. So, um, once they clean up the bullshit, we play. uh, Two bands play, then we play, and then, you know, we we break down our shit. We get all that stuff. Now we have like Bill's bar was a hallway basically. Like if you remember, like it was yeah, Mm -hmm. it was about it was it was about fifteen by one hundred and sixty. Yeah, and. So we're on the side, like basically I like quote unquote merch table, and we have mm-hmm. all that shit. We've loaded most of the stuff out, and it's just kind of our jackets and some merch that we're trying to sell of it. By now, the 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 riffraff has you know infiltrated the the establishment, and it's it's, 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 it's and not it's different crowd, crowd, different crowd, different scene. Mm-hmm. Not the people we were playing for. They've all left, and I remember like the girlfriends of the other guys in the band were all like dancing in a circle right in front of us. And there's, there's, oh, like, Jesus. This, there's this guy who's like, just kind of, he, <laughs> he's, got two, he's got two high lights in his hand like this above his head, you know? And he's kind of like moving to the music and, and doing like the, I'm totally part of the circle. Right. And he just casually, and might I add gracefully hands off a high life to my drummer's girlfriend, his mm-hmm. now wife. And oh. she just she just takes it and goes, yeah. And I fucking dove across the table and, went, and grabbed. She took one little sip off it and I grabbed it out of her hand. The dude didn't see me do this, but I took it out of his hand. He's now hovering, thinking that she still had it. He's like looking at her. She still have the hand? Where the fucking highlight go? Mm-hmm. Fast forward to about an hour later. I got my jacket stolen. My keys were in the jacket. We're all stuffed into the van we came in. Fucking the chick's getting sick because she, you know, had like a a, a milligram of roofie. Sip of just, roofie juice. Yeah, just a just a just a just a tip of roofie. And yeah, I was like, fucking hell, like, guys, we're never playing this shit again. This fucking scene is going down the fucking toilet, and I, <laughs> I, I don't want any part of this shit. Yeah, all inclusive, super cool. Bunny genres. Yeah, well, now we're you know thirteen years later or so, and you're still talking about this particular event and it was talking about the shitty the, the shitty scene that you can't stand i mean that's Shit a lot of places then. now too i mean like royale like they'll have like rock shows and then you know 11 o'clock everyone's walking out and there's a huge line a huge of line. people oh, dude. You see, i went to see in. years ago my buddies and i uh were going to see megadeth at avalon and uh you know we're all you know tickets like oh show starts at you know 6 30 and we're thinking there's probably like four or five bands perform whatever so we're all you know we go we're hanging out drinking beers having dinner whatever and then finally i don't know like eight o'clock or so one of one of the guys is like oh, i'm gonna go over there now I, the, the ticket says the show starts at seven I'm like what the fuck's wrong you ever been to a goddamn concert before 
So eventually we make our way to the Avalon and there's a giant line of people out front. And we're like, what the fuck is this? And it's all these motherfuckers that are waiting to get in for the DJ. So I'm like, oh shit. But we still have into a full the set Avalon. of Megadeth to wait. Isn't basically? that weird? Yeah. We happen to get in for the encore and that was it. And so we got shows over 15 minutes after we walked in the door. <sighs> To let all the fucking Euro trash walk in uh, for the for the fucking DJ. The oh, DJ. I was so mad. Ah, disappointing. So fucking mad. I just think that maybe, and I. So we touched on the fact that like managers and things are they're doing their job as far back as I can remember. Like you know, early two thousands, man. Like promoters are dog shit. They're not doing their fucking job in their mm-hmm. they've never done their job. They're really piss poor at like promoting the fucking show. Like uh you've heard of pay to play. Oh yeah. Like what the fuck is that? Oh, you want to mm-hmm. get on a show? Yes, we'd like to get on a show. We're a we're a band. We'd like to right. Okay, so you need to sell a hundred tickets. No, you fucking sell a hundred tickets. What are you talk? What are you talking about? <laughs> That's, That's not how this fucking works. Job. My job is play the fucking guitar your job sell tickets what else do you think your your job is to email a band to go hey you want to you want to go to a building yes we like to go to the building yeah Yeah. no shit like right um they've been feeling that's i think that if we could zero in on this bitch fest that i'm having right now is is the fact that the (laughs) the promoters have been absolute trash for the longest time as long I mean, as that's, I can remember, that's I would imagine since the the dawn of of live music promoters have been well, yeah. dog shit. But like when you're in a scene like Boston, that's so small, and you kind of want to like kind of like caress the dicks of like the bands in the click. You're not trying to be all inclusive and be like, let's build this scene up. You're like, well, I'm in it for myself as a promoter. Let's let's blow this band and like you know get in with them and there's like. Well, they had this weird little cult following in, you know, Union Square, and we can bring some weirdos from some art collective, and that's you think you've done your job, but no, right. like you want to yeah. set up a show at fucking Bill's Bar or something, or TT the Bears, like I've played so many shows at yeah exactly I've played so many shows at like Middle East, yeah but as cheese that's like those like the best shows that I've played in like. Cambridge because those were fun shows. Those are the shows that you know I would, Upstairs I would and go down. to when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. But um, when was the last time right. you've been to a six show in the Middle East? Oh who the fuck knows? I can't even remember the last time I went to the Middle East. Never mind to a good show at the Middle East. Good burgers though. Um I read a story the other day that the the sound museum in Austin is closing. Mm-hmm. And uh I found that very interesting just because uh, a ton of bands that play in the city that's typically where they would practice and now they're being booted uh and have pretty much no place to go mm-hmm. so try to get in there it's kind of like a place in uh got the yeah there's a place in can i don't know that one no the place in that uh, emf never heard of it i think it is it was a, it was a place in like cambridgeport it was right outside temple square and okay, it was another little practice spot, and there was, mm-hmm. I think there was recording capabilities, probably some podcast podcast coming out of there. I could be talking on my ass, but sure. they they shut that down to open up some other bullshit that was yeah. not music. And that's pretty either. much, I guess, the guy that owns the sound museum, the building, basically gave everybody like three weeks to to get out. Yeah. So something like that. I mean, it, it should then we expect almost a further regression now that one of the only places really one of the few well, places in the city that, that these p- bands can actually get together and practice and play. I mean, yes and no. So that, that is the, that's part of the problem is that people are shutting these places down. There's, there was a place by stock and shop over in Brighton down mm-hmm. the street from me over here. That was a, yep. that was a spot that got closed down. The place I just talked about in Cambridge that got closed down. Sound museum closed down jam spot closed down. These you're not fostering the creativity to even have a scene. It starts mm. with giving someone a place to do this shit. 
there's right. <clears throat> there's you know the the place in uh right down on the old uh <laughs> the methadone mile there right on mass and cast called um the record company and oh i love this place mm-hmm. i've gone there to have like full rehearsal i've gone there to record like just like demo some vocals and shit you super cheap to you know rent a room for a couple hours different size rooms different capabilities some for just recording some for live you know rehearsal and shit and it's it's beautiful it's clean it's secure which is key mm-hmm. in that area yeah yeah um it's it's a wonderful place and uh so there's that but there's also they're also in in the in light of um the spot uh closing what what was it called you talked about it not sound museum yeah sound they're, museum. they're opening up the one in uh opening talking about opening up something in brighton <clears throat> down by ihop i think it is or oh or geez down really off, or down off at the end of, in the north beacon or something like that so like they're they're trying to open up something else which is great but the kind of the bottom line is that like you keep closing these spots it's kind of like when you defund like a school and their fucking music program goes first like if and then you, people if wonder you, like how come yeah. nobody plays an instrument here because yeah, you cut the fucking legs off it like yeah <laughs> what are you talking what do you mean mm. so that's you know kind of part of the problem but you know i guess you find other ways but you get a lot of people yeah. who are just recording shit in their house and then where do you rehearse? Where do you play? Where are the shows? There's none. It's just easy. I mean, obviously, you, you, you mentioned recording your house. It just becomes so easy to record at home. I wonder if that's, you know, a, a, a better path for for people who want to get out and, and actually play music. It's, I, you know, I love, I'm sitting in my setup right now. It's yeah. awesome. I love what I have here going on. I It's easy for me to to like bust out song ideas and even complete them like i the my man against mod right here on my shirt mm-hmm. we just released a song uh, the other day it's on spotify it's on amazon it's on everywhere you get music recorded it right here at this desk and it yeah. sounds fantastic bro. sounds amazing right. um mm-hmm. it's called uh it's uh the band <laughs> the band is man against mars for all if i can you know do a a a plug here good plug yep yep yep. free ad we're gonna plug everything uh as you should the song's called new direction and uh it's by man against mars one of my one of my many bands that i've going on um but it's how many bands do you have going on so i got so i'm playing drums in the quiet violent a band that i started well singing playing guitar and then decided to make the shift because that was just what needed to happen i guess <laughs> um <laughs> i got man against mods where i'm you know um playing everything mm-hmm. including doing backing vocals and then my singer brian roy amazing lyricist and singer he's doing the other half of the important shit um I'm in The Keeping, which has been my band since 2010. Big, long oh, wow. hiatus. And big, huge hiatus. And then... Yeah, yeah, me like, too. I've I've been in a band since uh, 1999, but we've been on a hiatus since uh, 2002. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It happens. But see, you get bored. And then I was like, guys, we got these unreleased songs. Let's just, you know, release them. Yeah. And then they were like, oh that's that's pretty cool let's do some more so we keep doing more so now do you keep doing more again. yeah so lucky, we have we have, song, we have songs coming out um hopefully in about four months depending on you know who does or does not have a kid and takes up that time oh there it is there it is donnie never have children bobby do you have children no i have two cats there you go see that's the way to go donnie's got a hedgehog fuck yeah, yeah. see cats and <laughs> Random Smug. weird animals like hedgehogs. That's the way to go. <laughs> exotic cats. Exotic. Yes, very exotic. All right. Um, I would like to know specifically 
from both of you. Uh, goals for the band, right? Obviously, Bobby, you've got 12 bands going at one time. So I don't know if Donnie has 12 bands going at one time as well. But I'm very curious as to just because the stuff that, that you have put out, I thoroughly enjoy. So I'm curious as to, you know, the direction, the goals. Will you guys ever play a live show that I could actually see? That sort of thing. Well, from what you hear now is totally different than what's about to be released. <laughs> yeah, also. actually, oh. we'll probably have a different theme song for you uh, coming out. We have. Ooh, good. I can like, transition to season four with a new uh, theme song. We have Love like it. six. We have six songs that are coming out. We're trying to six. Make some. It's a real fucking. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking um, a. And they're actually they, they they're really good. They sound really good. Um, we're really proud of them. They're just taking a long time to like finish mixing yes. them. We decided yes, to are. ask our friend Jake to do them. He's a really busy man, so mm-hmm. we're all busy. Does Jake have kids? No, Jake has a cat and a dog. Oh, it's the fucking dog, then. It's I blame the dog. There you go. But um, I love to hear that. That's awesome that you're so we're, pumped we're, for the pumped for the tunes. And I'm, I'm really different. pumped. They're gonna sound great. Um, yeah. And this is. I, this is my first time playing drums on a recording. Yeah, it's a totally different lineup than the last. This is Donnie's first too. time oh. like releasing some shit, playing, being a bass player in a band. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think out of all the projects that I have going personally, Quiet Violent is probably the 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 one that has the most potential to actually play a show. Oh, all right, glad um, to hear it. I know that uh, singer Brian really wants to. Mm-hmm. I know that Donnie, I know you played Porch Fest, but not like a a build. Yeah, I was playing yeah. like cover songs. Yeah. You know, you know I mm-hmm. play for friends and stuff, a little jam, but nothing, uh, nothing where we're on the marquee per se. Yeah. There you go. There you <laughs> go. The, this, the <laughs> thing is that when I go think about this, I'm like, what the fuck would we, O'Brien's? Yeah, I was thinking when you were talking earlier about the scene. Like, what was the place that you played um, with? uh, Like, you know, a group of us went down. It was like a was a church or something, or it was called something church. church? That's what it was. Yeah, on uh, Kilmarnock down down uh, I found me a little bit. Yeah, that (laughs) place is close. It is gone. Keep closing. What about closing closing the venues that local bands play, and then you open up? Yeah, exactly. you know back in the day there was always like the the shows that you know the band would rent the hall and then sell tickets at the you know the random church hall or like donnie mentioned the vfw yeah. uh shit like that um, elks lodges yeah elks, elks lodges there's another one yeah the Columbus. kfc <laughs> yeah. yeah um <laughs> There's a hilarious guy doing like memes where he's like the lead singer of the band saying like, he's hey, like thanks, thanks hey. for coming out to <laughs> Kevin's basement tonight. Like, There's a couple of uh, half-smoked cigarettes in the back if you guys are interested. Uh, we're Nickelodeon's Danny Phantom of the Opera. Like, <laughs> it, It's great. That guy's man. That's it's awesome. Great. Dude, oh, I love that. Back. I was watching. I was like, this guy's really good. What do you show? Like, I know him. That's funny. Yeah. Um, what do you think about what do you think about the suburbs? Um, in general, Applebee's yeah. is sick. I love a Nuno. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with a good 99 is my chips and, yep. chips and uh, salsa from Chili's is bomb. <laughs> um, and I only ask that because, you know, as a child of the suburbs, it was like those those shows, the the church venue, the Knights of Columbus shit. And yeah, I know I there like... are still a handful of places outside of the city down you know in my neck of the woods here that you know they they're not avatar i'm not seeking them out i'm not going to you know any of these places anymore but i'm just curious if because like yeah. i remember growing up like i remember remember vividly like going with my dad to these shows knights columbus the church shows some whatever place in norwood you're always at um there was a lot of just like Norwood, K. I think what the Norwood Elks Legion. Oh, American Legion. Oh, the Legion. I can't the believe we know American Legion. Legion. Yeah, yeah. Right by yeah. The Domino's there. yeah. So like there was so many of those shows that like, I was going when I, going to when I was like eight, nine years old. 
you know? Yeah. And, and then when I finally got to high school, there was a few that were, that we went to like Mansfield YMCA or the holiday Inn or something like that. A few of oh. those, but not as consistent as like oh, what I had gone to like your shows early, early on. Um, so that's something seems... I never really got, it was pretty evident that I didn't have that though, when I was going through like the high school, you know, mm-hmm. years. I mean, being my age now, I can probably be like easily be like, well, uh, those don't exist anymore. They could, but I can also look that scene we had from 2002 or one, let's say just 2001 until about, you know, 2000 fucking nine, whatever, 10. It was a good, good decade of like, we were playing. Even if you go to like mid two thousand, right? So you had Strutter that turned into Strutter and Fake these ID. Are, these are that bands. Turned, yeah, these are bands from the scene in Franklin, Walpole, Noah. This is like this this small little thing, right? Yeah. Out of that came Boys Like Girls, uh, the Receiving End of Sirens, um, the Rocket Summer, like these Vanna. Vanna, oh, am. all bands I don't care we for. We all played but together, understandable, right? We all played. To, I don't care for any of them. Yeah, we we played together all the time in this small oh. scene. This was yeah. these were the bands, like that's mm. you know, and I don't. I think there's something to be said that's positive about how cool that was that it was literally just a cluster of small suburban towns, like nowhere in Massachusetts, you know, mm. that these bands played fucking Elks Lodges, American Legions every weekend, all the time, the same bands playing together. And you have these bands that came out of it, you mm. know, like the yeah. fucking international recognition after playing in front of 25 kids at the American Legion every every weekend and yeah. I, and I, and that's that was the suburban scene and that's that's what we had and it's i don't think that you'll find that now i would imagine that there's some the semblance of it somewhere i Maybe defy not. you to find that band find <laughs> that next band that comes out of walpole massachusetts walpole oh man it's funny because i <laughs> they were always a you know when when i was in junior high and high school we would go I grew up in Rainham, so we would go, you know, to a handful of places in Taunton, and it was always the same fucking bands over and over again. And, you know, like there was this band, Kitty Carry All, that was supposed to be like the next big thing. They were like a, you know, not quite a metal band, but yeah, they sucked. Like they were annoying, and I didn't care for them. But every fucking local show, they were at the top of the bill. So if you wanted to see anybody else, you know, you're going to see Kitty Carry All and your friend's band who, you know, is the first band. So that suburban scene, I have always found very interesting. And I think it's the kind of, cause you always still hear, like, for example, uh, a good friend of mine, his son and uh, one of his good friends. And they, they have like a singer who's like my age in his forties, apparently. Um, and then they have a bass player who is just another like friend of a friend. They just recorded, uh, you know, a couple of songs and it's terrific um but i have no they don't really practice anywhere they're not playing out anywhere they just kind of record music and put it out so that's a that's as close as to to the suburban scene as you'd see i think i wonder if and i could hypothesize that this might be a result of the home recording thing like if like you don't have a lot of garage bands you yeah. have more laptops. Mm-hmm. People are, whether it's, it doesn't matter music, if, if it's fucking EDM or if it's, you know, I'm literally recording, you know, guitar and drum music with a laptop and not rehearsing. Yeah. Like, right. I think that you you didn't have, you if you wanted to record an EP, you had to find that dude that your friend's cousin's fucking boyfriend knows who has pro tools in his shed and pro tools to, oh jesus <laughs> pro tools we'd yeah. buy i remember we bought a uh 
like an eight track task cam recorder back in the oh. day. Oh, it was the best. And you had the return to zero button. RTZ. That was the name of the band at one point. Return to zero. You fucking. That's like that band Crossfade. Oh, they, they recorded the, They recorded their, their album all by themselves. Oh, they're called Crossfade. I wonder where they got that. Look where they the got guy, that from. The guy, with the, the guy with the mouse was like, uh, should I crossfade this? Wait. <laughs> What'd you just say? It was. What'd you say? Yeah. What a great name. <laughs> that was one of uh, probably, uh, I would say, at least 30 names for the band. That's way better uh, than Reverb. <laughs> Pro Tools, though. Man, I can't imagine. I can't imagine some of the shit that, that me and my friends would have done with Pro Tools. I mean, that would have been. Pro Tools is, is we, better, we had to go was. physically go to a studio, pay this fucking guy who was sitting behind, you know, uh, pushing buttons and. Oh, how's that? that? That sounded like a happy mistake in there. You want to keep it? No, dude, that was fucking <laughs> awful. Yeah, he's, he's he's leaned way back in his in his studio chair. You think it's gonna break, and he kind of mm. you can tell he like wants to smoke a cigarette because he's tapping the he's, he's tapping the thing. <laughs> he's talking. <laughs> yeah, and the guy that owns the place won't let him smoke in the studio, so he's, he's like, he's "That's my SSL. You can't." He's <laughs> 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 tapping the console like a fiend. <laughs> Yeah. All right, go. Lenny, get it's the fuck awesome. out there. Yeah. <laughs> um, you mentioned Boston Calling, right? Yeah. And I'm I'm curious your thoughts on this because I saw the lineup and you know I know, you know, like eight bands out of the entire three day event. Oh, um, I. I'm, I, I'm curious what you both stop, think about. Dude. Okay, thank you. That was one question. I'm curious what you both think about the lineup, and then. I'm also curious as to, with the exception of you know the the huge bands, how how do you think that? I mean, we you've already talked about the promoters and how much they suck. I'm just kind of curious as to how you think some of these smaller bands find their way onto the lineup. Well, yeah, I got. I was saying earlier, I had my buddy who's been getting one of his artists on on the bill. This is the second year in a row, so that's that's been awesome. Mm. Um, as far how as like, he, the, how did he do it? Like, is there like, I really want to ask him. Like, I, I feel like yeah, he is trying and everything. Yeah, he, I, he, I, yes, I, you should. You're a band, Donnie. <laughs> that's what. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to come off of that vibe. Like, hey, so you want to uh, get us on there or something? Um, I mean, you, you could dance around it. Hey, so, like, where's you your music? Well, uh, I just Jake's, Jake's mixing it. I usually just, uh, you know, just a happy for you and everything. And um, you know, I'll, I'll if I go, I'll I'll go see them. Um. Yeah. But and looking at the lineup right now, and like overall, like it's not something I would go crazy for. I think maybe I could pick a day and go go to one of these things and, and go see some of the bands that I like. But um, as far as like the whole weekend goes, I uh, I don't think there's enough for me there. I mean, I'd I'd love to see the Foo Fighters, um, but then like there's that's that's one night but then i want to see bleachers on a different day so like there's some like some, overall like the the lineup's yeah. good but i think when it spreads out like some of your bands sort of uh you lose some bands on different days so it, it kind of you either go three days or um you know or else you're not getting the full experience yeah. that you want uh q-tip bandits are playing saturday saturday night the q-tip bandits yeah yeah yeah, yeah. sure actor observer but i mean like then I, I wouldn't want to give out Foo Fighters. I don't know. I just got to like figure out which day I want to go and kind of like weigh them out. I got to like, be bullet. honest, man. I all I three days. I'd love to see Alanis Morissette. You never seen her? Oh, man. No, I think I saw her. No, I've never I think seen I saw her on the, uh, the actual uh, Jagged Little the Pill tour, tour. For Jagged Little Pill. I think I saw her then. Yeah. You sick. That was back That's when. Taylor Hawkins was the drummer for it, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. by the way, did uh did your theory hold up uh, from the last pod where you thought Josh Freese was gonna step in for this show? I, I'm that was just an assumption oh. I made just because I don't know is on the bill. I'll go that. I'll go beyond that. I'll go beyond that. Wild, right? Not Josh Freeze. I'm gonna say Matt Sorum. Oh of, of, <laughs> of Guns N' Roses fame. No, no, steps of in of the cult. <laughs> Matt no, Storm steps in. Old. I mean, is he doing anything now? 
I don't. I mean, he still plays for Guns N' Roses, right? Is he? I don't think he's Guns N' Roses drummer, is he? Right now? No, I I don't fucking know. Who knows? Hold on, I'm gonna go. Wow, that's interesting. All right, that is out for left. Yeah, one of his odds on that one. If he does, if he does Foo Fighters, freeze. He's also been. He's done Paramore too. So he's got literally all three headliners. (laughs) Has he really? Yeah. Yeah, he's that guy's got been in every fucking band. Uh, in fact, he's been in too many bands. He's like, he's like the most famous drummer you don't know. Or I think <laughs> of like, uh, right? Okay, we, we're talking about this like last family party, like uh, the Wrecking Crew, uh, like the band mm-hmm. who just did a bunch of like legendary albums, but like, yeah, nobody knows who they are. Like, they did nobody pet knows sounds. who they are. Yeah, but they yeah, come exactly. and did it. Like, but uh. Yeah, this is that's pretty much Josh Freeze. Hmm. Well, I wonder. I you know again, that's just a that was a uh, a random throw it out there. Not nearly as random as Matt Sorum, but uh, <laughs> not you that know. random. I think it's kind of random. What if they they have Taylor Hawkins' son come out on tour, uh, you know, and play like I, two or three songs or whatever. The thing of it is, all the shows they're playing are over the summer, so it's not as if he's going to be missing any schooling. Right. Um, you know mm. whether or not his mother is keen to him touring in a rock band at sixteen, seventeen years old. I don't know. I mean the the tribute shows. He was I terrific. Like, I think okay, Uncle Dave has a lot of influence. On yeah, I'm sure. Uncle yeah, Dave. probably. I would imagine, but you know, I don't know. Jeez, it was interesting. Um, all right, so that's kind of my my feelings on that, and same they're very similar to yours, so I'm not overly surprised by that, but um and then i I guess my my final thing is i you've already brought it up, but in terms of you know what's coming, uh you mentioned the release, and i'm I'm obviously we're waiting on Jake. Uh, you know, you should have Jake listen to the show so that he can hear when I say, hurry the fuck up, Jake, because, um, you know, I really want to hear these songs, but <laughs> give me sort of, give me an idea of, of what, what I should expect from the, the, the new music. It's pretty pop punk. <clears throat> um, I wish there was a way for me to play it on here i could say in the clip yeah it, it would edit. probably sound terrible if you did i could it, but... i could send you the i could send you an mp3 of the first edit and you could oh you could, you could you could clip that in right here
Okay. I'll fuck that up, but okay. We'll, <laughs> we'll, I'll I'll try it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so just you so, know, you, you've already said how that you, that you're proud of them. Uh, I'm and you know, I guess I guess what I'm I what I'm trying to get at is um you know, is this something that you think could I guess move you guys in a different direction? Um, something that you think can have some some greater exposure uh, for for yourselves moving forward. It all depends, man. Exposure is such a weird thing these days. How to get it, and what it what the results are, and it's it's uh, it kind of goes all the way back to what we were saying. Like as far as the click, like is so much music being released in Boston, and you only hear about a little bit of it from these blogs, and it's like. Dig a little deeper, guys. Like, do a little. Do so a maybe little you should just start your own research. blog. Why don't you start your own blog? That's a great idea. I think I'm really fucking good at it. And to get there found is a totally different way nowadays. It's not like, you know, local band. I'm sure they are, but like, you don't just go and tour across country to get yourself heard. There's a whole People like can't afford to fucking strategy. do that. That too, and no, you know, it's, right, it's, no. you know, you're going through some grueling tour days with like no money like all when you can do a lot of this you know through social media in different ways so um yeah it's just i think it's a totally different it's evolved into something totally different of how to get heard nowadays yeah i would yeah. someone say devolved <laughs> everyone's you've, you've i would gone i mean deep. and i would i would totally degree a uh, degree i would totally degree? agree <laughs> yeah i would totally i would totally degree <laughs> But it kind of is uh, like, like you you do this shit at home. You record it at home. You're trying to cut costs, and you okay. Now we have songs. Now what? Well, now what? Can't go practice because uh, everything's shut down. We can't practice. You get you you got to play. No, I live in an apartment. Other than apartment, uh, I have kids. Okay, great. So we can't re rehearse. Okay, can we get a show? Maybe if we find a place to rehearse underground somewhere where no one can hear us and they have electricity. Well, I don't know anybody who promotes shows anymore. Well, oh, fuck. Well, what do we do? Call O'Brien's. <laughs> <laughs> it's really, it's, it seems difficult. Some people make it look fucking easy. You just click a button and you pay $10 and you get a boost on Facebook. I don't know how that works for other people, but I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm jealous of other cities who have a scene in this Boston scene to me just kind of seems dog shit. And I'm sure if, you know. Why not move? Fuck that shit. So I got a job. Awesome. I got a job, bitch. <laughs> I got I gotta, right. I gotta, right. I gotta pour beers for people, man. I gotta pour beers for rich people in fucking back bay. Oh, oh boy. Yeah. All right, yeah. we'll plug that. Where, where do you pour beers in back bay? Uh, Parish Cafe, come get a Zuni roll. Oh, all uh, right. Noted. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Noted. I'm your, um, I'm your right. um, you guys are terrific. This was fun. I appreciate it. Um, I hope this is good radio because I, you know, it, 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 listen, you're on my show, so it's <laughs> crap, but uh, I enjoyed it. And as I've said a thousand times on my show, that the only reason I do it is because I enjoy it. And so this was very enjoyable, and uh, I thank you I, both very I, much. I enjoyed also I just, taking time out of like I don't know, you know usually Tuesdays aren't good for you with tacos, and so I was really afraid that it was going to be like chicken Alfredo Thursday or some shit. Well, that, we have exhausted you know, the taco theme, so it's called Tasty Tuesday these days. So this is Tasty Tasty yeah. Tuesday. Yeah, this past oh. Tuesday we had we had uh, beet burgers. Fucking hate beets. Hate beets. Hate beat burger, you think visceral hate of beets. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is a beet burger? Honestly, I'll tell you what. So want to talk uh, pretentious, Bobby? <laughs> beet burgers? I didn't fucking make them. Mm, you you know made them, though, didn't you? That son of a bitch, Jake. You should have been mixing the goddamn Motherfucking violent. Jake. <laughs> oh, you know what? I didn't get to bring up, and I don't know why this just popped into my head, but um. I need you both to get your mother to call in and complain again because uh, oh, that it go? was it was awesome. Loved cool. it. She told us it the uh, cool. the subject, and I was like, "That's a that's that's pretty good." It was it was great, 
and honestly, it made perfect sense. And oh yeah, it was. It's back to discussion. We were we were talking about at Christmas, like how that shit goes. Yeah, I don't want to hear shit, <laughs> especially off like people who. Oh man, I have I have a friend who loves EDM, oh, and well, he you shouldn't be your friend. And he lo- lo- love the kid to death, but he loves EDM, and he will. He'll. He knows I don't like it, and he'll yeah. be like, "Like, dude, 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 I gotta show you this thing. It's, it's, so it's on SoundCloud. It's, it's, it's forty minutes in. It's, let me just, just listen, listen, listen to this, and it's on his phone. So all I'm here is. And I'm like, I can't hear the bass. What's the point of listening to this music if it's on your fucking iPhone? It doesn't make sense to me. On SoundCloud. <clears throat> on SoundCloud. Because, you know, we know SoundCloud is the epitome of quality yeah. sound. All I think there is digital sibilance, and it's not making me happy. And then it always no. ends with, what, still nah? All right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> 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 nah, that was, that was dope. <laughs> no, that sounds just as shitty as all the other times you've tried to fucking play this crap for me. I respect you, what you love, man. I just now, don't buddy. love it. Stop pushing it out. Yeah. No shit. All right. Um, so, again, thank you both very much. This was very fun. Uh, I'm very much looking forward to the music. So, please, um, Jake needs to fucking hurry up and get this shit together. Enough of the beat burgers. Nobody cares. Uh, you know, put the music together, get it out. And uh, mixing and, next and Tuesday, so hopefully in two weeks we'll have something out. Two two, I'm, I'm marking it down. There I'll you go. <laughs> Fucking AJ. <laughs> Boys, thank you. I really do appreciate thank it. You. Thank you so much, both of you. This thank was fun. You. Always glad to talk do soon. It. All righty. Ta ta. All right. So that'll do for uh, for this week's. This, oh, fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> This week's episode. Uh, thank you as always for listening. It's greatly appreciated. All two of you have who have uh, come by to listen to this crap. I'm just I'm freezing cold right now. I'm fucking frozen in this fucking shed. <laughs> oh my god. Um, you can go to the uh, the Twitter page at Complaints Pond, the Instagram page at Complaints Pod. I do have a fake Facebook page, but fuck Facebook or fac Facebook, whatever. I don't know what I was gonna say there. Uh, I have a YouTube page that I don't do anything with. I have a Twitch channel that I can't figure out. Um, please call the complaint line six one seven six five seven four seven three six. Call in, leave a voicemail. What's on your mind? Uh, I'm having to save one that I received. Uh, earlier from um, P1 caller Heather, that'll come up next week. My apologies. Nobody wants two hours of this fucking shit. So you get you know an hour long interview, <laughs> and then that's it. You got to wait till next week. Um, what else do I have? I think that's it. Oh, you can find me on Post at Complaints Pod, Mastodon at Complaints Pod. I have so much goddamn shit. Uh, that I that I wanted to talk about this week, and that's why I'm kind of really, really upset that I'm, I'm freezing cold. <laughs> Good thing though, uh, it'll it'll be somewhat, um, you know, timely next week. Not all of it. I was going to talk about the Cowboys being dumb, but that was that's that's a that's a year long conversation. Hardy har har. Um, but anyways, that's it. Listen, so please tell your friends, tell your moms. Um, take care of yourself, take care of each other. Godspeed. Ta-ta.